We seek out allies when we're in conflict because allies make us feel strong and right and reasonable. But in trying to be helpful, our allies may actually help perpetuate the conflict by boosting our certainty. When we're being tested by a conflict, what we want isn't an ally per se, it's a loving provocateur. Welcome to Conflict and Resolution, a podcast about getting better conflict resolution results. I'm your host, Tammy Lenski, a professional mediator, coach, conflict resolution author, and teacher. And this episode is titled, We All Need a Russell in Our Lives. Nadia Boltzweber was fit to be tied by the swell of new people who'd shown up for services at the Denver church she'd founded. She said to her deacon, we've got to get the hell out of this neighborhood because it's attracting the wrong element. It was 2011, and Boltzweber's church, House for All Sinners and Saints, was mostly young adults, hip urban young adults, many of whom didn't feel particularly welcome at the traditional churches of their parents. The Gay Denver blog once wrote this about the church. They rocked a chocolate fountain in the baptismal font for Easter, they do a blessing of bikes, and they have something called beer and hymns. The congregation was small, and the church was struggling to grow. Then, Boltzweber preached sunrise services at Red Rocks on Easter Sunday. 10,000 people attended, and the Denver Post ran a front-page story about the service and the tattooed, spiky-haired Boltzweber. The next Sunday, attendance at services in her little church doubled in size. Now, you'd think this would be good news for a church that wanted to grow. But it wasn't all good news to Boltzweber, who said, We were excited because we were really struggling to grow, but what happened was it was like the wrong kind of people. I mean, it was the wrong kind of different for us, right? Like, some churches might freak out if the drag queens show up, but these were like bankers wearing dockers. To Boltzweber's thinking, The new people could show up to any mainline Protestant church and step into a room full of their own brethren. Instead, here they were, invading her tribe, the tribe she'd founded this church to welcome, support, and serve. They were ruining, she said, our thing. She began calling friends to rant and rave about it. We do this too, right? We turn to the people who are going to echo what we're experiencing, who will make us feel like our response is reasonable in the face of unreasonable circumstances. We turn to the people who say things like, oh, I'm so sorry that awful thing happened to you, and you're not going to let him get away with that, are you? And I've had that experience with her too. Isn't she terrible? Wondering if he'd ever had normal people take over his church, Boltzweber called Russell, a friend who ran a church in Minnesota. She expected him to support her experience with something like, man, that sucks. But he didn't say that. He was a friend Boltzweber had to know would push her thinking, and it was smart and brave for her to seek his counsel. And Russell's response set in motion what Boltzweber calls a divine heart transplant. He said, you guys are really good at welcoming the stranger when it's a young transgender kid, but sometimes the stranger looks like your mom and dad. Then, at a meeting Boltzweber set up to discuss the seismic demographic shift in their community, one of the original church members said, Look, as the young transgender kid who was welcomed into this community, I just want to go on record as saying, I'm glad there's people who look like my mom and dad here because they love me in a way my mom and dad can't. Heart transplant complete. When we're girding for battle and we feel sure we're right, we need a Russell in our life. Who's that person for you?
Thanks for listening. For more conflict resolution guidance and inspiration, you can find over a thousand articles and my Resolution Resource Center at lensky.com. That's L E, and is in negotiation, S K I.com.